Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's Evangelist Adalis. This is a random one, but um, I think it's going to be a good one. It might be random, but I think it's going to be good. And I'll tell you why. Because I get so many questions regarding this topic and also just information. People are looking for information, specifically the women. And so today we are talking about gun ownership. As a United States citizen, I'm going there, shut up. As a United States citizen, we have this thing called the Constitution. I'm, I'm going here because a lot of you guys are like, don't you believe that angels are around you and, and you don't need guns to protect you? I do believe those things. I do. I believe the Bible. So if the Bible says that those things are afforded to me, hey, I, I walk in that truth. But as an American citizen, <clears throat> there's something so beautiful about this country. And, and the beauty is that in the inception of this here country, there was a group of men who prayed and fasted and, and sought God's will for the establishment of this land, of its people, of this beautiful freaking country. And they wrote this document. And this document... again, was prayerfully considered. The very first thing they had in mind was God. The very first thing that they had in mind was to do it God's way because they came from a, a tyrannical government before. And they knew these are the things that we have to do to set ourselves against the corruption of government, against them coming in and infringing on our rights, our God-given rights, to worship our God with with freedom. And so they're like, what what can we do? What can we do? I don't don't know if that's exactly what they said, but in my head, they they were saying, what can we do? You know, waving their hands like that. And they're like, let's write a constitution. Let's write this, 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 incredible piece of document that's going to be the real core of this country. It's the spine of this country. Without it, we're not moving. We're not doing anything. And in that constitution, there's this beautiful amendment. It's the second one. And it says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people, I'm going to say that again, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, I want you to look at that and see that there's purpose for that. Okay? The whole reason we've been giving this beautiful beautiful amendment was so that we could hoard off, come against 
do what we have to do to keep the security of a free state. And, and mind you, it says it's necessary for the right of people to keep their guns and bear their arms. Not only just have them, but to bear them, which I think is important too. Because a, a lot of states require you, you to have the piece like, you know, <clears throat> the, the, the gun has to be in the glove compartment, but the bullet's got to be somewhere else in the car, in the trunk, or vice versa. You got to get them separated, which to me is a waste of time. You're better off with a freaking bat. Uh, you're unable to bear them. This is an infringement on our, our God-given constitution. And you, as an American citizen, you, you need to fight for that right. You do. Now, I know what I'm talking about. I've, I've come from uh, uh, the, the city of Boston where I, I didn't even know it was like a thing to have guns. It was, it was frowned upon. The only people that had guns were gangsters and police. <clears throat> That's it. Nobody else. Because it was frowned upon. Like, oh, you don't, we're, we don't choose violence. So just because you disagree with gun ownership, that totally eradicates the fact that there is violence with guns. Just because you don't agree that people should be carrying weapons, does that mean that violence is totally gone from the situation? Like, no, that's not, that's not happening. You could ask Chicago. Go ahead and ask New York. I see a, a crazy video. Sorry, I was like burping right in the middle. I saw a crazy video. I didn't see a crazy video. I've been seeing crazy videos because I follow news re like uh, reporters like all over the country. And it just seems like New York is in rough shape. And you know what you're not allowed to do in New York? Yeah, carry guns. And these aren't like just only like assault. I mean, they, there's guns. Like almost every single time you see some kind of vile criminal pointing a gun at some lady, pointing a gun at some kid. So, so just because it's, 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 it's banned, we don't see the, the crime, right? No. That's not how that works. So it's, 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 it's absolutely idiotic to strip the people who are God-fearing, good people, who care about their children, who care about their spouses, who care about their land, their property, their goods. They spent time making that, that business thrive and, and, and poured of their own finances and, you know, blood and, and sweat and tears. It went into that. And then you strip them of the ability to defend that property, to take care of the, the, the people that they love. Yeah. Oh, that's such a genius idea. It's, it's, it's not. It's not. And so I took it to the Constitution because I just want you to know that that's our God-given right. And, and, and I'm Puerto Rican. Okay, I've heard 
of Venezuela. And if you don't know anything about Venezuela, because it feels like most people in America only know about what Kim Kardashian is doing and why Kanye like needs prayer or something or something like that. I'm just eating a snack. I can't help it. Hold on. Let me just. They're not at all involved in the affairs of the world. They are just totally clueless. And if if you could just hone in on, on the patterns of other countries and the downfall of once thriving, you know, powerful countries that are absolutely in the crapshoot right now. I'm talking about Venezuela. Then you would understand Cuba. You would understand like what the heck is is happening here. And and you know what? It always started with um I got we got to take your your weapons because for the safety of individuals and it's interesting like I got to take it here. Um, you know that massacre that happened over in Las Vegas? W- like, what happened there? Like, what, what, what happened? Like, w- uh, like uh, it's, it's just interesting that, uh, you know, we have the intelligence. We have, like, the force to find out, you know, what somebody wrote you know, <clears throat> seven years ago in some obscure email and we have no idea who this individual that supposedly was a mental case, but such a genius that he found a way to, um, you know, hijack a hotel, cut the, cut the glass out and just massacre a whole bunch of people at a country music um, concert. And like, we, we never heard about like what happened. So are we just supposed to like move on with our lives and ignore? Because people actually died. A lot of people died. And so these things are, there's some type of wickedness involved to try to get the news that, oh my gosh, guns are bad. Because that's what they were saying. Like after all this was said and done, you know, uh, leaders, uh, the, you know, the U.S. leaders from from coast to coast, we must ban guns we must you know rally against blocking the nra and and uh you know strip the people what 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 good is for you know anybody to carry um a a rifle an assault rifle or whatever so they do things under the guise of safety does this sound familiar 15 days to slow the spread under the guise of safety. You know, uh, 172 days to slow the spread. Now 365 days. Now I don't even know what day it is at this point. And there's still people on lockdown because it's, oh, for the people's safety. Now you need to wear a mask for the people's safety. And now you got to take the vaccine for the people's safety. So you see the, 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 the madness you, you see that, right? And so it's not going to be a shocker that all of a sudden the same kind of mentality, it's the same system really at work uh, to infringe in people's freedoms, to come against their freedoms. 
is going to happen with the gun ownership thing because it's just it's already started. They're trying to silence the NRA. NRA had to go uh, move from their headquarters from New York to Texas. So they're already they're already like coming. Uh, you know, they're they're attacking that, and they're always you know uh, the the uh, the guy that's in in power here in America, um, Biden. He, uh, you know, he's he's very much opposed to assault rifles. You know, even though I've heard him say different, but that's fine. Uh, you know, because that's that's where they want it to go. They want to strip you of your freedom, and they want to stri- strip you of the right to fight for that freedom, because that was implemented for crazy, tyrannical, you know, government, so that you could defend yourself against these crazy behinds. And let me tell you that that's the saving grace for America at this point. If we were stripped of, of our, our weapons, we'd be Australia in internment camps, you and I, who refuse to take the vaccine, who refuse to, to do it the way that the system is telling us to do it. Because what they want you to do is they want you to shut up, to take the law, you know, uh, just be sheep and just follow our commands. Don't ask questions. Go with the flow. And, and, you know, we, we come from a country of, of, you know, brave men and women who are, you know, freedom fighters and think for themselves and, and they, they work hard at what they, at at what they do. Uh, you know, this American dream thing, you know, as, as, again, as, as a Latina, not a Latinx, because that doesn't make that. That's not a thing. As a Latina, huh? um, you know, you you see that there's so many immigrants, and they're all they're seeking for is the American dream. And and we got to keep that alive because America is so um. It's it's the greatest country on this earth, and we got to keep it the greatest country on this earth. And, and it's fighting for our constitution, fighting for the right that was handed to us by the forefathers of this country. And that's the right to bear arms, bear arms, hold, keep them on you and own them, have the ability to own them. So do you think they were like just, you know, some, some you know, juice head, like they, they were just like steroid up and they're like, we're men. We need guns, you know, and they weren't really thinking about like the, the, the repercussions of, 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 you know, gun ownership. They knew exactly what they were talking about. They just came out of a system that, that, that wouldn't allow them to worship freely. You know, I just want everybody to, to know they went berserkos on an increased tax, okay? Which is like the, the equivalent of it was, was like like three, three pennies. Something crazy. So they were like, you know what? We're going to burn this house down. Mm-mm. They were so ticked off. And I'm from Boston. We, we, t- we did the whole shoreline thing and, and we, we visited where it happened 
And it just, you know, and looking back on it, I was like, this is stupid. This is so boring. Is it lunchtime yet? Oh, we're in Boston. You know. But I'm like, dang, man, those, that's, those were the heroes. So they chuck like 300-something boxes off of that boat. And they're like, no, we don't want your stupid tea. We don't want to have to pay an extra three pennies because we want to be there when you increase stuff. You can't just do this behind our back. That's taxation without representation. Hell to the no, we're not doing this. Bye. So they like chucked a whole bunch of boxes out of the of the ship, which I think like the 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 current worth of it was like a million dollars. Because people weren't playing back in back back in the day, and now you see like oh it's just an increase of, of, of three three pennies. Now you just like you don't even know what you're taxed on. It's like oh shoot, like I thought I was just gonna come in here and you know. Get myself some eggs and milk. Got like $42 later. We don't even ask a question. Because they don't want you thinking in that that realm. They just want you to do what they tell you to do. And so I, I, I think it's important for you to know as an American why we should be carrying arms. Why that's not a that's not a hit on our faith to carry that. That's that's our God given right. Keep saying God given because it is. And if we didn't have that, I'm gonna tell you what, things would be a lot scarier here in the United States. And so it's important to know what's up. No, what's up with the other countries? Like, why can they? Why can Australia force the the crazy things that are happening right now? Why can that happen? Because the people are defenseless, and all the local police have to do is just point a gun at your head, and you're like, "Oh, that's it. Got to do it. We'll take the shot. We'll go to this concentration camp." Nazi Germany started that way. And it was all under the guise of safety. That's why they're lying to you. So just stick stick with the Constitution. Stick with the Word of God. Well, the Word of God didn't tell us. The Word of God didn't say, Adelis, um, that we should carry guns. They didn't even have guns at Dallas. Okay, go to Luke 22, 35. And it says, and he said to them, this is Jesus, the Messiah. And if he's got something to say about anything, I'm going to listen. Hmm? I'm going to listen. And he said to them, when I sent you out with no purse or provision, Bag or sandal? Did you lack anything? And they answered, nothing. Then he said to them, but now let him who has a purse take it and also his provision bag and let him who has no sword sell his mantle and buy a sword. I'm going to read you what Dakes has to say about this, okay? This can be taken literally as it's meant 
protection from wild beasts and robbers that filled Judea, which, if they found them unprotected, would not hesitate to take their lives. Whatever the purpose, the swords were not to be offensive weapons to propagate the gospel. That obviously needed to be said. Obviously, Jesus wasn't condoning the violence to be like, make converts, boom, at any cost. Get that knife right underneath the throat, and they'll say yes every single time. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, guys. This is going to be easy. He wasn't saying it for that. He was saying it so that they could protect themselves against robbers. And, and when they travel, you know, can, can you imagine you're traveling on a donkey? You're totally exposed. We don't have the vehicles that we have now. You know, shelled with with metal. There's like a metal shell all around you. No, like you're exposed. And there's there's bandits. There's people hiding in bushes. So like wedding, ready and waiting to uh, attack you and and rob from you. And if you didn't have a sword, like it was a done deal. Like uh, this is easy. This this is a, a definitely an, an easy target. But if they saw the 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 weapon on you. The likelihood of them attacking you was very rare. So you're going to go against what Jesus taught? I, I thought Jesus was the one that, who said, like, you know, Jesus saw an angel. They, they fed him, and, you know, in the wilderness. They, they ministered to him. They, like, he actually, he actually saw them, you know. If, if anybody's going to talk about the reality of, of, of angels and the spirit and, and God's protection, yo, it's going to be Jesus. So why would he say, like, go sell that mantle and get yourself a cloak? For your protection. For your protection. Because I could tell you, I've seen like just freaking video after video of these defenseless people, these defenseless women. One woman had her like a little son or brother or whoever it was. She was so young. And this guy in, yep, New York, just goes up to him, follows her, and she can tell. She's like got the spidey senses. She's kind of like looking back like what's going on. And he just starts punching her head for 30 bucks. Totally defenseless. You know, we're living in a, a crazy time. And it's not for you to be in fear. But you need to have the wisdom of God. Like every single time. It's interesting. I watch those videos and I'm thinking, I could see that kid like a mile away and he's trouble from a mile away. And that's why it's important to be like, have discernment, have the spirit of discernment, be prayed up and studied up and ask God's for, you know, for his protection. Because on occasions like that, you know, you're, you're seeing mm, this one, this is a sketchy situation. I'm gonna stay in the car. I'm going to get the heck out of here. You know, you're not gonna, just going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to show this guy I've got my gun strapped to my, <laughs> strapped to my hip. No, you, you're going to do things to avoid the, the scenario as, as much as you can. As much as you can. But boy, there's something about me and Camila going out together without the presence of my husband. Where I feel good. It's like, no, you don't you don't wanna you don't wanna come in this car. You don't wanna mm mm. 
because there's a, there's a there's a sense of security. I know we're protected and I know we're secure, but when you got some meth head walking at you, it just feels good to know that everything's going to be okay. You know, if you can if you can ha- handle the situation with with your arm. And I'm not talking about your arm like your your hand. I'm talking about the 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 weapon on your body. So, why th- this is why so uh, uh, I, the, the very first time I went on the road with Jonathan, he took me to this, uh, I think it's like called Georgetown, Pennsylvania. And this guy's like, I got an AK-47, you want to shoot it? You guys like shooting guns? And I was like, what is this redneck talking to me about guns? Like, this is, I am not going to prison today. I just thought, like, anybody who owns a gun is a criminal. And, like, if, if the cops found out, that's it. So I was like, we can shoot guns? Er? And he's like, yeah, I got, like, a ton of land. You can just come on. Come on over. It's, it, it'll be really fun. You've never shot a gun? Never. Never shot a gun before. So I'm, I got these big uh, earrings, of course, don't hate on me. I got these big earrings. They're like these gold-plated like circles. And he's like, okay, here it is. And he just like hands me the gun as though like I know how to even hold a gun. And I was like, uh, a little help? Like what, what happens here? And so he took me through, like showed me. And then I remember pr- like it was so heavy because when I first got married, I barely weighed like 100 pounds. And... um. I remember like taking that AK and then, you know, positioning my elbow up on a concrete slab. It was like kind of like attached to the to the home. And it was just there it was like almost like a, a re- water retaining wall. So he's like, yeah, just shoot out there. I was like, oh, gosh, OK, great. So I was like just doing it to be like amicable. You know, and I'm like, this is the worst thing. I do not want to die. I, honestly, my skin was crawling. I was so afraid that that was going to like, I don't know, like misfire. I always heard about misfiring. I always thought like, if I don't do this right, the bullet's going to go backwards and right into my head. So I was like, what is happening? So I propped up my hands on the concrete wall and I just squeezed that trigger. It was more like pull it, like jerk it. Um, and then pow. And I wasn't expecting for something that severe. (laughs) The adrenaline was rushing. And then I realized like my earring is hanging by a thread in my ear because I didn't brace for impact. And that thing like ricocheted back into my head, not into my like my head, but like into my shoulder. But the, 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 the butt of the gun, like the, you know, the base of it was like right on that, my, my shoulder. And uh, almost ripped the earring straight out of my head. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, you know, hyperventilating at this point. And I was never the same. I was never the same after that. He took us in. I mean, I wonder where that guy is. He took us into his house and they fed us an incredible meal. We had sausage venison, which I was like, no, hell no. You can keep that. Give me some beef. Uh, give me some chicken, you know, give me some arroz. And he was like, no, we got sausage venison. I said, eh. and I had sausage venison for the first time. And it was, it changed my life. 
changed my life. Never had something that good since, to be quite honest with you. And, um, and then when I got back to the hotel, I was like, man, my elbow really hurts. And then I look back, it's just bloody and red because I, I kept, didn't know how to hold it. And I, when it pulled back and almost ripped my earring off, it also, you know, ripped the skin right out of my, uh, elbow. This is, this isn't a good story because it's not, it's going to actually scare a lot of you guys. But what I, what I'm saying is that was my first encounter and it changed my life because it was so incredible. Like I just loved the, the, the power that was behind that one little boop squeeze of a trigger. And so it started a love and I'm telling you, love is an understatement. I just the, just the smell of the gunpowder. <sighs> Dang. Actually had uh, Sarah Vitalich, who used to work for the ministry. She has her own ministry now. She's doing big things. Uh, she bought me a candle for my birthday, I think it was. And it was gunpowder. And I was like, dang, I love you. I love you. Because I love the smell of gunpowder. It's my favorite. It's my absolute favorite. And Exhaust. Like when you're in a motorcycle, you know what I mean? The, 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 okay, anyway. So uh, I love it. I freaking love it. So it just started a love. And I was thinking like, I got to look into this. And I was like, John, are you sure that we can carry? And he's like, of course. Of course we can carry. You just need the right permits, which leads me to the next thing. Get your concealed permit. And I know that this is going to be something that's... Um, you know, it's going to vary from state to state. Some of them make you jump through all kinds of, of hoops to get your concealed carry. It's worth it. Do it. Start today. It might take a year. Do it. It'll be worth it. And now I know that it's backed up because so many people want to buy guns, especially during 2020 and really the Obama era where he was like looking to just ban guns altogether. It was like a crazy increase. Um, and again, during 2020, people's spidey senses were going way off. Bing, bing, bing. You know, so uh, the, gu- buying guns like shot through the roof. So what I'm telling you is do whatever's necessary to get your concealed carry. What is that? That is a license that you have. Uh, and for, for here in Pennsylvania, you need 20 bucks and a clean record. And even if you don't have a clean record, there's ways of getting it. So you just got to look into it and, and ask, uh, uh, you know, the local, whoever, sheriff, um, to the city that you live in or the town that you live in and ask them, what, what, what's the protocol? What can I do? And sometimes it's as easy as you just signing up for it online. Legit. They've left it mad easy. And when I had it a couple years ago, it was a $20 check and you show up there, they take your picture and they give you the license and you're out. It literally less than five minutes. So, and I have a buddy who got it done and he has a green card. Uh, or maybe even didn't have a green card at that time. Uh, I don't know if that was possible. I think he, he has a green card. So even if you are an immigrant, like you're, you are now in America and you do what's necessary to get yourself a gun. Totally important. And so the, the, the permit allows you to carry concealed, uh, a concealed carry which means on my person at all times, I will have a weapon on me, whether it's right on, in, in front of me, like right where my, my belly button is, or on my back. 
Now, I don't like the back because that's not easy. So I'm, I'm trying to really hone in on getting it comfortable right in my, so I'm, I'm getting used to it even now. But um, on my back, I feel like it just makes me look less bulky. Like, like at the, in these days, I don't need to look more bulky. But I don't even care. It, bulky or not, like, your girl's going to be strapped. Um, these are the two guns that I own that I love to carry on my person. Everybody has their own opinion. You ask an individual and they're going to give you the best advice that works for them. My opinion to you is you can take it or leave it, but find out for yourself what works for you. Uh, when it comes to owning a handgun, which I really highly recommend every one of you do, um, some of you are petite. Some of you are bigger and have, you know, a bigger hands, a, a bigger torso that could carry a bigger caliber kind of gun. You need to do what's best for you. The last thing I need you to do is to get yourself a judge. That's a gun. And, and, and be afraid to fire that gun. Because that's not, you know, it's like in the movies where the, the, the woman, the wife is like, you know, because her, her husband's all, you know, in, messed up in all these kinds of affairs or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the bad guys come in and they're trying to kill the husband and the wife just grabs the, the, the revolver and like haphazardly like, you know, pulls the, the, the trigger and misses the, the enemy because she's just like so afraid and shaken and doesn't even know how to like work the freaking gun. You know, if you're afraid to shoot the gun, I need you to find another gun. Um, you need to be relatively good, Rel uh, very comfortable. I won't even say relatively. Uh, very comfortable with the gun you choose to have on your body. Ladies, I'm talking to you. Please don't put your guns in backpacks or purses. I am not okay with that. That's where like, you know, because when I started carrying, Camila was a baby and I'd carry all of her snacks in my purse. So there'd be fishies and, and gummies and, and, you know, all kind of debris. And she'd just help herself. And when I'm not looking, she's going through seeing like, what snacks did mommy bring, you know, during service? The last thing I want her to do is encounter that weapon. What is this? So safety is huge. And, and another tip I have for everybody, especially if you've never done it before, go ahead and take some safety lessons. Online, you can get certified. NRA provides it. Um, you know, there's, there's a, a whole bunch of programs that can afford you that, you know, that privilege of getting really good at your gun or at least understanding the basics and the, the fundamentals of, you know, gun ownership, um, safety. You know, we took a class, we, we did it as, as a, um, we did it as a, as a ministry, as a group, you know, our staff, it was a staff outing, go figure. Uh, and I wanted all of those cats to be like this, I need y'all to sit here and listen to this instructor. He was a, a security for, you know, 32 years or whatever. And he's telling you scenarios, what to look for. You know, and it's all like biblically like inspired for me. It, like every point he made was like a direct, oh my gosh, that's like a spiritual read, you know? 
and, and, and he was talking about like reading people. I was like, that's a spirit of discernment, sir. You know, uh, 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 being able to uh, approach the situation confidently, square your shoulders back. And I was like, oh, hallelujah, holy ghost. That's a, the, the dominion and authority that you carry in Christ Jesus, you know. And he's like, no, because, you know, the, the, the enemy seeks a weak target. And I was like, glory. You know, totally inappropriate, but like I was getting blessed because there's a, a correlation on how you carry yourself as an individual from like what the word of God says that you are. I was like, yeah, I could do, I could do this whole lesson again and have, have it implemented with like the word of God, have the word of God be the base of this. And so he's just touch, teaching us techniques. Then he teaches us what to do with a magazine roll. If you don't have access to a gun, you got to like take this magazine. Everybody, you can find a magazine at the airport. You can find a magazine. Everywhere. You take a magazine and you roll that thing up and boom, it's a weapon. Knock somebody out with it. You know, and, and then it's like, what to do in this scenario? What happens if you got a gun pointed to your head? Why are you going to react? What are you going to do? This is what you do. And so you just like, you're, you're set up, you're geared up. You know, I just, I, I wish more people would think like, um, would 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 think in this manner like if 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 these scenarios happen i really feel like especially in church like the reason why god hasn't exploded your church or or hasn't like brought the the in, incredible growth that you've so desired is because the security sucks you got people walking in there there's no foyer so you literally come off the street and they just walk in there's no vetting of individuals, you just walk in there. People can 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 walk through the aisles, getting getting up and going while you're preaching. Kids are running up to the pulpit. You know, people are answering their cell phones in the middle of the service. They're like they're like actually do 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 hello, like right in the middle of services. You know, there's no security. There's no vetting. There's no there's nobody's guarding anything. And the last thing God wants to do is have, you know, have you bring increase at, you know, at the risk of 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 your your flock. Like we're opening up a church and that thing is going to be on la la lockdown. I mean, there's going to be us people that are strapped, including myself. That in no way is going to be a gun free zone. Because I want you to understand, I'm, we are responsible for these people. And there ain't going to be no, no, you know, demonized kid with some, some black backpack. I mean, I just don't understand. Like all of these things, there's videos of, of the attacks, you know, in churches and synagogues and stuff. And it's like, how did you not know? Why was there not somebody there? If you have to, if you have to hire a police guy to just stand in, in, on the outside of your building, but people don't want to take the time to do it because they're lazy or it's too much money, it's worth it. And so you know, you just you you gotta use your head. You gotta be wise. Matthew ten sixteen, you know what it says? It says, look. I'm sending you out as a sheep among wolves. God's giving you the heads up. It's like, what you're bringing to the surface, they, you ain't gonna, they, people aren't really gonna like that. So you're a sheep among wolves. So this is my advice to you. Be as shrewd as snakes and as harmless as doves. So everybody knows how to be as innocent as a dove. Ah, he, ooh. 
But it also says to be wise like serpents. So, so you're, it's, it's a calculated thing. Like I'm three steps ahead of the enemy. I'm, I'm, I'm deciphering the, the soft spots here. This is good to do just on a spiritual basis too. Like what are the areas that the enemy can infiltrate here in this home? I see that there's music playing and it's not glorifying God. That could be a way. I see that the things that are on TV, it calculated, like calculate that. You know, if you think that this isn't like war in the spirit, that there's not a target on your back because, because you know, uh, uh, of what you believe, you, you've, you're like, you don't read the Bible. There is a target on your back. The enemy is trying so hard every single day to go after your children because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Who? You. So I wish that you would be a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, have a little bit more street in you <laughs> to decipher. Wait a minute. This, mm-mm, these are my, even within yourself. What are ways in the past that I've, I've let the enemy come in? Depression, sexual immorality, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've allowed insecurity to come. These are the soft spots. I'm, I have to take care of that. Because the last thing I want to do is for that to be an access, an entry point for the enemy to come in. It's the same, it's the same way with your actual life. What are the weak points here? You know, this door is unguarded and unlocked. An enemy can come. And, and that's not lack of faith. That's, your, that's wisdom. The wisdom, the, the shrewdness hmm, that he's talking about here. You need to think like the enemy. What are ways that the enemy is going to come in and destroy this ministry? What could it be? I got to attack that. I got to do everything. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, he's going to lead you and direct you exactly into that realm of taking care of all of the holes. And so it's the same way with your life. I'm not, you're not going to catch me on the phone walking out of my car late at night at a gas station, totally oblivious to the things that are around me. You'll see me like an owl. Just my head go, goes all, all the way around. Because mama don't play. Mama don't play. I've seen too many videos. And that's, a, that's not in, 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 the, in the cards. Like I am aware. I am looking. I'm, I'm, I'm always, you know. And that's not a fearful thing. I'm just, I, I just know the schemes of the enemy. I know how he works. And I'll use that tactic against him. I'll use it right against him. So I have two guns <clears throat> that I wear on my body because I've tried wearing. <laughs> I know a lot of you guys like um, Jonathan thinks it's funny. I don't think it's funny. I'm just trying to figure out like a higher gal- caliber gun that I could conceal. And it's, it's really difficult for me to conceal like high caliber guns because I like, you know, tight fitting things on, on the top of my torso a little bit more flowy, like down towards the belly and, 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 you know, the middle area. So I've tried like shoulder holsters, leather and, 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 you know, cloth material, um, to hide my 1911. Cause man, I love the way a 1911 shoots. It's like silky soft. I got a, a beautiful stick. My favorite gun, my favorite guns are, are, from the company called Sig Sauer. 
um, and my dream is to go to the, they have like a, like a camp, like a training camp in New Hampshire, live free or die. Uh, and that's going to be my goal. One of these days is to make it out there and uh, do a camp. But I love the smoothness of a SIG. I've had Ruger's, I've had uh, Smith and Wesson's, I've had um, Kimber's, uh, uh, I have those. Uh, but I, I really love the way a SIG shoots. I just, I love it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's my preference. You might love, uh, the way a Smith and Wesson feels. I have a, so these are the two guns. I have an, uh, Smith and Wesson M and P, which is, um, like the, like concealed version. So it's, um, so concealable on me. It's a nine millimeter caliber. So that's like, you know, it's pretty small. So like, you know, I've heard people say like, you need like a 50 caliber bullet. You know, it's like, I, I can't shoot that. That's not practical. Well, you need a 45. Well, I can't conceal a 45. And then if it's, 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 a, it's a small 45, it hurts my hand when I shoot it. Because I'm always careful. I don't just buy a gun blindly. And like, I'm, I study it. And then there's all kinds of uh, ranges where you can rent out guns and try them for yourself. This is important because uh, I went into a gun shop here locally. It's in the Washington area. And I went in and I asked for help and all they see is a female. And I hate to say like the, the, the gender thing because I don't believe that. You know, it's just like eh, or whatever. But when it comes to certain things like vehicles and guns, it's like, oh, she's so cute. Give her like a little baby gun. So they, they gave me this and I bought it without shooting it. And I was like, oh, cool. I just, I just wanted my, it was my first purchase of a gun. And it was a Ruger, who cares? Because I don't even remember like uh, the, the, the name of it. But it would always get stuck. It would always get jammed. And I'm not kidding you, like shoot, shoot, jam. Shoot, jam. Shoot, shoot, jam. Jam, jam, and more jams. So I was like, this gun is a freaking nightmare. And it would hurt. It was tiny, but it hurt. It was a nine millimeter. And okay, it was concealable, but I absolutely hated it. It just like almost like I, I put the gun stuff away because I like hated it so much. I was like, I'm not picking that up, you know. So it was like disassembled in, in my closet for, for uh, years. And I was like, uh, if this is the, the concealed thing, if this is the only way I can carry, forget it. So... It's really important that you get into a gun range and try, try, try it out, try. And so um, what I carry is a Smith & Wesson M&P shield, which is a nine millimeter, and uh, it just clicks, click, click, because mm. it's got like a hard case, and it's like a clip on, on your belt. You kind of put it inside your pants, and then... Boom, out she comes. Easy. Oh, it's, she's silky smooth. Silky, silky smooth. And then the other gun that I have is a SIG. It's a SIG Sour. And it's the P938. Uh, and that's like a little, 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 itty bitty cutie gun. Also a gift. But this is this this gun, the, the P938, uh, is actually what got me back into the gun thing. Because for a while, I, I tried the Ruger. I was like, this sucks. I'm not doing it. I forget guns. And then when I tried that bad boy, and and all of a sudden I wasn't scared to shoot, it was like as, as smooth as butter. 
And then I started target shooting with it. I was like, I'm really good at this. Dang. Like this is, this makes me feel confident that like if somebody was to come into my home, I could snap this thing out and, and aim and, and succeed. So it really kind of like rekindled the love that I have for guns, this gun, the SIG that I'm talking to you about. It's highly, highly, highly concealable, highly. And so this gun, the, the M&P shield is, uh, I carry the clip, it's a clip. And if you're looking for a clip for your gun, write this down, alien holsters, alien holsters. Um, make some of the most comfortable, like clip-on, I don't know what the technical terminology is, okay? Uh, the the clip-on like gun things, gun holsters. And they're just, and you do, wouldn't think it would be comfortable because it's like you have to kind of like shove it in between your skin and the pants, you know, it's like, like put it in there. Um, but my gosh, it's so comfortable. And it's, it, what they do is they take the, a, like a plastic thing. It's, 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 it's better than plastic. It's some kind of like technology, some kind of like, you know, triple laced hexonic dialects. I don't even know what the heck the science is behind it, but they, they take it and they kind of like, um, they make a mold from each gun. So like if, if you've got like a, a P938, it ain't going to work with your M&P 13. So they're each catered to every like individual gun. So it's like a perfect fit. I'm sure you can find a whole bunch of uh, companies that make them, but for whatever reason, that one's like, to me, the best. Alien Gear. That's the website. Alien Gear, I think. Alien Gear Holsters. And they are like, there's clip-in ones, which is the the to me is really awesome. Then they have like slide holsters that go through like your belt. There's ankle, there's a, a belly band one. So they've got a whole bunch of um, holsters that I think you'd really like. Um, honest to goodness, I think any holster that you get from Alien Holster is gonna be bay. There, I said it. You're paying a, a good good amount for it, but it's it'll be worth it. Um, and then for the, I, I, I'm actually going to start getting a, I, I, it used to have a clip, the, my, my SIG used to have a clip, but now I wear the, uh, gun holster that I found in, it's like a belly band. Uh, and I found it for 20 bucks on Amazon. And let me tell you, that thing is bad, is bad. Like that thing straps you. So it's like a, almost like a faja. You know what I mean? Like a, like a, like a Spanx type of thing or like a belly band, you know, like after postpartum, you put that thing in to suck you back in. Well, that kind of has that like stretchy material and it has like Velcro to like put extra whatever you need in that you, you could have like another, there's another um, loop for a knife uh, or an extra magazine. Um. So, and that's, it has like a strap to keep the, the gun from falling out. So I've done cartwheels and that thing stays in position. So it's also highly, highly, highly comfortable, highly comfortable. Um, and you can like move that wherever it goes. So it just is like really like a comfortable thing. I really, really love mine. So those are the two guns that I carry on my person. So it's important that you have a concealed carry um, license or permit. 
Uh, then I need you to get a gun that you absolutely love and can practice and not be afraid of. The, 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 I want you to know, and it doesn't need to be like a, you know, a 45. It, uh, that would be great if you can conceal it on your person. Again, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not crazy about concealing on, you know, uh, in a backpack. I'm just not. That to me is not useful. Um, but yeah, so, so the conceal carry permit, shooting something that you're going to love and that you're going to be confident in. And mind you, a 22 is what kills the most people every year. I don't, a 22 is like, just like shooting a Tic Tac. Okay. That's a fun, like we call them bad boys, plinker guns, like plink, plink. That's why. Cause it's like a funny clink, clink, clink. Um, funny story. Some other redneck guy <laughs> over, uh, the years, he took a shooting and he had this whole, like, it was like an obstacle course and he was very proud of his gun ability, gun shooting ability. And so he was taking me back there and he got balloons, spray paint, cans, tubs full of paint, like gallon jugs so that we could just like a higher caliber bullet and see this thing go. That was fun. But he also, he also wanted to shoot with me. Okay. This is John as my witness. And in the transition of the move between Virginia Beach and here, I lost it, but I had it with me. And uh, he's like, okay, <clears throat> he, he gave me a 22 and he had a 22. And he's like, now I want to, uh, us to go through this obstacle. So we'd have to hit different things from like, I'd say like 35 feet, which, which, which to me is, is, is like a ways away. You know, a good, a good 25 is, is really good, you know, for me to shoot like target that it secures my, my shoot. So 30 is kind of pushing it, especially with a 22 and we're aiming for certain things. So we're aiming at things and I'm hitting it and he's hitting it and he's very impressed. And then he's like, okay, now, uh, I want you to hit the cover. It was like a jam. Like, you know how you have like a jelly the, the lid of a jelly, it's like like this aluminum lid, yeah? And he goes, I want you to hit that aluminum lid. And I was like, okay, boom, easy. And then he goes, he like ran up and he's like, now hit it again. And so this time he uh, wanted me to hit it through the side, not the actual like front, like the, like the base of it. You know, the, it's a big circle. You know, he wanted me to hit like the very side of it. So he positioned the lid to its side and he's like, okay, now try hitting it through the side because he was so confident. So he tried it. He's like, watch me do it first. Bing, nothing, bing, nothing, bing, nothing. So he did it like a couple more times and he goes, it's an off day for me. So I was like, let me try. First try. I had a hole right through the side of that jelly lid like through the corner i want you to p go into your fridge pick yourself up uh, that that thing is little like that 22 barely made it through and i did it i just wanted to boast about that but anyway it's 22 like that's like, like that, that's like like a cutesy kind of gun um i'm i'm also obsessed with the volk i don't know how to say this thing uh volkswarzen volkswarzen um, for 22, 
because they do like um, an all Americana type of gun. It has like the the United States flag on it. It's beautiful. And, and you know, it's just like a really cool looking gun. I'm going to get one of those. Um, but anyway, so I've got those. So that, yeah, so we're, we're doing the get yourself a permit, get yourself a gun that you are going to be comfortable shooting with confident. Okay. Which means there has to be practice. There's got to be target practice a lot. Buy yourself some good ammo too. Not some cheapy, cheapy stuff. That's going to like make your, your gun mad dirty and sticky icky. Get yourself a good holster. Um, and uh, get yourself some lessons, some safety lessons and some gun lessons. Like lessons every year. Like I'm doing it again. I'm taking a, a couple lessons this year. I'm taking my dad to shoot his 1911 that I just got him. You know, because I, I, I feel that's very important to just keep up with the times, keep up with the new technology and see, see what else is there. And just continue honing in, like just perfecting that, you know, your aim and not getting, getting afraid of it or not being afraid of it. Uh, then I would suggest for all of you that are carrying to get yourself some kind of insurance. And my insurance, this is not like, no one's paying me to do this. This is what I'm, I'm ta- talking. So this is a, a podcast th- question. Gun, tell us, talk about guns. This is what I'm talking about. Today is the day about guns. And one of the things that I owe, and this is directly in, 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 um, in line with what Pastor Rodney was talking to me about many years ago. He was like, do you, have, do you carry insurance? And he pulls out his wallet and he goes, look at this company. I have this. And if I ever shoot a bullet and it kills somebody or injures somebody, when the cops come, all I need to do is give them this card. And there is a, a team of attorneys that are represented in this company called USCCA. USCCA. And uh, what USCCA is, is a like an insurance policy for gun owners that will cover your behind if something was to go a little crazy. Like if you really were to shoot an intruder, because there's different laws. There's lots of people that have shot somebody trespassing and um, the judge and the jury deems like it was too much. And so that, that individual, the homeowner, goes to jail for it. You know, because now they're like confined to a, a wheelchair and yada yada hoopadoopadoo. So, um, you know, you, you absolutely have to have your, your butt covered. Again, we're, th- we're thinking like serpents here. You're thinking like serpents. They have like 24-hour like phone thing, like uh, operators or whatever. Um, it, it covers your behind if there's any like legal fees, you know, you could potentially be potentially saving like $70,000 in, in attorney like fees and court fees and all that, all of that kind of stuff. So, um, it's a membership. So I think it's like $140 a, a year. And so it covers you and all you have to do is you don't have to have anybody represent, uh, or, uh, or, you know. You don't have to say a word and they have a representative from their legal team come fly out to you the very next day or that self same day. And they represent you 
and and it's all honky door. And I think they have like uh, insurance. It's I don't think that they have insurance. They do have insurance for um, if if you end up injuring somebody. If there's like medical bills that need to, I think like up to a million dollars, just depending on what package you choose. So all of this is like mega important for serious gun owners. Because if you were ever in a tight squeeze, it's not just you pull the trigger and oh, oh, all right, let's hide the body. (laughs) Like that's not a thing. Like you got to be, you got to obey the the laws of the land and do it correctly. Um, And I'm not saying like kill somebody correctly, but like, you know, just obey the the laws of the land. (laughs) Oh, hail me Jesus. So that was another thing that I just um, began implementing probably like three or four years ago. So I carry that. It's a gun. Um, there's a $2 million claim limit, actually. Oh, they've got all kinds of stuff. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, cost to bail you out of jail. Incidental expenses, defense expenses, up to $250,000. So uh, it's it's a really good like safety net, eh? It's a really good safety net. So I would say there... Start off if you've never shot a gun and you're so afraid, keep doing it until you love it. Because I'm telling you, there's there's no greater rush than like, you know, especially now I'm getting into like metal targets and there ain't nothing like it. You just hear that bing. It's fabulous. I shot my first Barrett over at Hobbs, New Mexico. Whoop, whoop. Representing the Hobbs, New Mexico church. Choose life in New Mexico. Uh, the local like t- police just took us all out into their range and just had to shoot some crazy stuff. It was like unbelievable. So it's a, like to me, it's one of my hobbies. I love to do it. Um, and I hope that this has helped you to get yourself a piece and, and stay safe. Keep your head on a swivel. Don't be stupid. It is, we, we can't afford for you to be dumb and, and then, and, you know, not just think like a serpent. Be as harmless as a dove, but think like, a, be wise like a serpent. And so make these calculated steps in your life to ensure that you and your family are well taken care of. It's important. Um, if you are listening to this here podcast, I want to know where you're watching from and if you're listening. So take a screenshot of the podcast and also let me know what gun you own so that I could share uh, with the other women because it's, it's my body type might not be your body type, but you know, I'd like to share, uh, you know, what it is that we are using on a day to day and what you feel comfortable and what you feel is the best gun for you. Um, I just talked about handguns. I didn't talk about my AKs uh, or um, my ARs and I didn't talk about my shotguns and I didn't talk about my SKS. I'd, I, we, we're not going to go there. Um, but I really highly recommend that you start shooting all kinds of caliber guns and fall in love with it. It's so fun. Um, but yeah, tag me, Adala Shuttlesworth on Instagram and let me know what gun you carry because I'd love to share it and I'd love for you to uh, give your two cents about what it is that you think is the best gun ever. Father, I thank you for this time together. I thank you that you would uh, use this message to bring wisdom 
to their situation, whatever that might be, Father, whether it's a ministerial background or they have like, you know, eight kids on a farm somewhere. I pray, Father, that you'd be able to give these people wisdom and revelation every single day concerning their property, their children, their homes, uh, uh, their, their protection. And I ask you that there wouldn't be fear attached to it, but that you, just like you said in your word, that you, you would help us to become wise like serpents, but as harmless as doves. Let us be keen to the enemy's system and his ways of doing things. And let us use that same system and way of thinking to, to combat the negativity, to come against the wickedness and evil plans that, that, uh, he may have been orchestrating in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that you would keep us aware and alert and sober-minded in these last days in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for it. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for the angels that encamp about us, that we don't ever have to use these these weapons. But we also thank you for America that has given us the privilege of, of having this right so that uh, we can continue to live free. So in the name of Jesus, we thank you for every person that's watching and I bless them in the name of the Lord, in the name of Jesus. All right, go get yourself a gun. Mm. Hey, before you go real quick, I just want to ask, has there ever been a time in your life where you've committed to serving Jesus Christ? Has there ever been a time in your life where you've confessed him as Lord and Savior of your life? If the answer is a no, or maybe you're not sure, I want you to pray this simple prayer with me. Listen, there's nothing better than knowing that you're right with God. And there really is a heaven. There really is a hell. And and you have to make that decision today. Who are you going to serve? Are you going to stay with the world or are you going to faithfully serve God? And I hope you can say, I want to faithfully serve God because listen, the signs are there. It's a crazy world we live in. So would you pray this prayer with me? Say, Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sin. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of my life. He's your son. He died on the cross, but on the third day rose from the dead to forgive me of my sin. I am no longer a slave to sin. I am forgiven. I'm set free. I'm a child of God in Jesus name. And if you prayed that prayer, this is me clapping for you. <laughs> you made my day. You made my day. Uh, congratulations. Welcome to the family. I'm so proud that you made this decision. It's quite literally the greatest decision of your life. And um, I'm just happy that I got to pray you in the in the in this prayer and lead you in this wonderful relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you made that commitment with me today, I want you to go to RevivalToday.com. That's our ministry page. And there's a button. It says, Just Got Saved. I want you to hit that button and let me know that you prayed this prayer with me. And we will send you a little package just to say thank you uh, for praying this wonderful prayer. And uh, welcome to the family. I love you. Besitos.